Welcome to View from the Grandstand. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Justin Pora, and today we're speaking with Natasha Synagoga, the Regional Vice President of Local Sales at Ampersand. Natasha manages the local sales for the Midwest region. Ampersand, also known as the Total TV Company, is the industry's largest source of combined multi-screen TV inventory and STB viewership insights. I just want to take a moment to share some impressive numbers. Ampersand has a viewership of over 42 million STB households. Additionally, the company represents 80 million households and over 70% addressable households in the United States. And with that, let me bring in our guest, Natasha Synagoga. Natasha, how's it going today? Hey, Justin, how are you? I'm doing just great. And I've had the pleasure of now talking to you a couple of times off the air, and now we're finally doing the podcast together. I'm super excited for it. But for those that haven't been lucky enough to be in your presence, why don't you share a little bit about yourself and what brings you to view from the grandstand today? Yeah, absolutely. So like you said, I'm the regional vice president, Ampersand. I live in Detroit, but I travel across all of our markets in the Midwest. So I oversee Kansas City, St. Louis, Minneapolis, Chicago, Cleveland, and Detroit. I've been here, I'm almost four years in at Ampersand and just loving the experience here. I've been a lifelong sports fan, baseball. It's kind of my go-to sport. So um, I'm excited about baseball being back April 8th, opening day for the Detroit Tigers. Um, And, you know, we've got to talk about sports. So, you know, I think we're going to get a little bit into my background and why I love sports and what I've done in sports. Um, But been, like I said, at Ampersand for four years. Um, and love sitting here. Part of the reason is because we sit on all this great data, the set-top box data that you alluded to, and we help people find audiences both in broad audience base, but then high profile with sports viewership. You know, you bring up baseball starting. I'm assuming with that introduction, you're a Tigers fan. So you, you've, you're from the Detroit area all the time. I know you said you're in Michigan currently. You know, I'm actually from Minnesota um, originally, bounced around a little bit, and then I was um, moved out to California, partly in college in Minnesota, partly in California, in LA area, lived in San Francisco, I lived in New York for like a cup of coffee. So my uh, baseball fandom has kind of gone all over the United States. And, you know, you and I talked about this, I'm on this goal in the next couple of years to hit all 30 baseball stadiums. And I'm at 24. Part of that's from moving around. Part of that's from great experiences with clients. And part of that's just personal travel. But I'm hoping I get those next six in the next couple of years. You know, COVID kind of put a damper on my, uh, my track record of getting there sooner. Well, that's an incredible goal. And I think that You know, especially someone who's a diehard baseball fan, I think that when you look at, you know, ballparks and stadiums in the baseball world, it's different than everything else, right? Because when you look at a football stadium or a soccer pitch, they're all the same. It's all the same measurements. It all looks the same. They have the same type of feel, size and whatnot. When it comes to a baseball field, it's outdoors. So you have the different sunsets. You have the different, you know, 400 to dead center field as opposed to like 311 from somewhere like a different ballpark. So just, you know, before we get into the meat and bones of what we're talking about, what have been the best ballparks you have been to out of the 24? Wow, that's so hard. I mean, like you said, they all have their own personality. Catch you off guard. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, so there's different reasons I like them. So, you know, I went to San Diego for the All-Star game and went to the home run derby. Like that was amazing to see the balls flying out of the park. 
um, both Pittsburgh and San Francisco to have the water behind them. They have that great feel. Um, but then like you can feel the ghosts of baseball pass when you're going through a Cubs game, right? Like that's an amazing experience or to go up um, in the green monster in Boston um, was an amazing experience. So I feel like they're all a little different. Um, you know, I'm from Minnesota, so I grew up going to the Metrodome, which was not my favorite baseball stadium. Mm -hmm. So I have to say uh, the new target field is one of the top ones just because it's top class and it was such an upgrade for the twins. Yeah. And the twins are upgrading now too, which is going to be a lot of fun. They, you know, took a couple of guys from my New York Yankees, um, yeah. have fun with Gary Sanchez. And then you have, you know, Carlos Correa there too. So it's going to be a very exciting baseball season. I'm very happy that it's happening, but now let's talk a little bit about ampersand. I know that total TV ampersand, the big focus is on local advertising. That's the number one thing. And especially we're talking about baseball right now. It's a conversation I've had with so many people before. Local in baseball is the bread and butter. Football is a national sport. Baseball is a localized sport. So could you just set up kind of what Ampersand is doing now? We're at the end of the first quarter. How is Ampersand gearing up for this year? And, and what have you guys been doing in the marketplace? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we actually offer sports in over a thousand different events. So you think of the major temples, like you said, the NFL right now, March Madness, NCAA basketball, football, NBA, NHL. But we have things like motorsports, soccer, tennis, golf, you know, special events like the Tour de France, the Winter and Summer Olympics, the X Games, baseball, the College World Series, you know, the Little League World Series. I mean, these are all really interesting events. We even have things like cricket, curling, kind of you name it. If you want to find sports, like ampersand's the place to come to. And some interesting facts is that, you know, 90% of all sports programming is on cable. And that equates to over 100,000 hours, 100,000 hours of sports viewing each year that you can find on cable. But like you said, Justin, uh, our bread and butter really is local. Um, we have the ability to target viewers where they're watching it. And local viewers are the most engaged and the most loyal so whether it's your regional sports networks or your national networks like the ESPNs, ESPN2s, NFL networks, Ampersand can help you put your message in front of them. But not even at a national level, we can geo-target it down to the DMA or the zone. So one of the things that I think is so important is like, imagine you're a franchisee um, and you just have a small trade area. By buying cable, and only cable can offer you this, you can actually get your message in front of these loyal and engaged sports fans. So you can put your message, let's say, like in the final four championship game. The viewer doesn't know that you're just buying that DMA. They don't know that maybe you're just buying a zone or a cluster of zones. But you look like you are a Fortune 100 company or a national advertiser because your brand is in that high premium sports content. So the viewer doesn't know that you're only buying that segmented area. But we can offer the advertiser anyway, from national down to a zone level, which I think is pretty exciting for brands. Yeah, you bring up cable. And I know that that's something that a lot of people, particularly in my generation, I guess, as we're starting to be in our own homes, are, are looking to move away from. But I know that, especially as a sports fan, when it comes to cable, you're not getting every option possible if you just commit to the streaming services. Because as a New York native, I want to watch you know, the Knicks on MSG or the Islanders. And then, of course, you want to be up to date because in a world with cell phones, I have a million friends texting me 
from their parents' house when they have cable, like what's happening in the game and you don't know because you're not up to date. So the selling point for cable is really key. And, you know, to mention what you could do for advertisers in that space is something that I don't think the viewer picks up on, but I think it gets kind of inbreded into our heads as we watch and like subconsciously it makes a huge difference. Yeah, you bring up a good point. You know, Ampersand is owned by the three major cable companies, Comcast, Charter, and Cox. And we sell advertising in 210 DMAs and over 150 networks. And those networks aren't just live TV, right, or on the big screen. It's OTT, CTV, it's wherever the viewership is. And I think sometimes people forget that a lot of times to get that content, you need to have a cable login. So, you know, my husband and I, when we're at our lake place, we have our iPad or our laptop and our phone out, but we're logging into our Xfinity to actually get the Detroit Tigers game. So there is a pay to play on that streaming, and it usually is tied back to your um, cable login. I think that's the other thing the user doesn't always realize that they're saying, I've cut the cord. Well, you haven't really cut the cord if you're still logging in somehow to live sports content through those apps. And we represent all those apps too. So whether it's live on your big screen or streamed through your phone or um, laptop, Ampersand's your place to go. That's awesome. And yes, definitely evident. It's important to really kind of drive that across, especially now, you know, baseball starting back up. We didn't know if we would have a season. Now we definitely are. And then another time where this dilemma happened for all of the sports world that was very important was a couple of years ago. And now we're officially, I think, past the two-way mark of where it really kind of shut everything down, COVID-19 in the marketplace. So how has it been when sports weren't at the forefront of everything? And it was really the first time, you know, no one knew what was happening. The schedules were very uncertain. And then it's the television companies that, you know, want to make time for the programming, but then they're playing all the same stuff because there's no sports going on. So how has Ampersand grown from that experience now two years ago after, you know, of course, coming up and rising to the occasion and making it out of the pandemic, facing all that adversity? And then what has that taught you about how to kind of deal with travesty when it comes to the plate? Yeah. So been a weird couple of years, right? I mean, sports fans were hungry for sports. And what you found is they were still watching sports. You know, they were watching old world series. They were watching, you know, old playoff games. They weren't like walking away from sports. They were just repurposing sports, right? Which usually doesn't happen except for the super fan. Um, But yeah, everything was a little weird. You know, there were shortened seasons. We looked at the NBA going into the bubble. You know, there were no fans in the stadiums. It was weird. Even when we finally got back last year, when I went to opening day at, at Tiger Stadium, it was weird to be there with so few fans, right? It feels different, whether you're in the stadium or you're watching. So we did see viewership initially when sports came back go down. It did take a dip. Um, it was missing some of that, you know, excitement that we're all used to. Actually, in 2021, 95 of the top 100 shows were sports related. So we're finding that live sports is a great place to be. Again, those fans are, they're loyal, they're engaged. And the big thing from an advertising standpoint is it's DVR proof. You know, they're watching it live. 90% of sports is viewed live. Yep. And especially again, I mentioned it before with the group text and, you know, being with friends that are all diehard sports fans, again, watching it in real time, you have to now because you get a notification for every big thing that happens. 
you try to go on Twitter and get your mind off it. You, you follow people that are tweeting about the sports all the time. It is DVR proof. And it's super important to stress that because, you know, again, cable up to date. It is the only time that you're getting the full extent of that live viewing experience. And again, we're talking March Madness is now in the process of happening. We're about to embark on the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight. But then there are going to be people that want to watch the women's tournament or they want to watch spring training or everything else that's going on, NBA, NHL. So how does Ampersand and the AND platform, owned obviously by Ampersand, connect marketers to their desired sports audience with all of the different sports in play, especially in this time of year? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, while we can put you in those thousands of events that we offer, you know, 100,000 hours of sports viewing a year on cable, what we can even do is take it a step further and actually see how those fans are watching TV outside of sports networks or on other sports networks. So you mentioned the AND platform. So the AND platform has 40 plus million homes of set-top box viewership data that we marry in a privacy compliant manner, either to viewership, experience data, poll data, first party data, Really, as a company, we're data agnostic, so we continue to onboard different data sets to show viewership. So what we're able to do there is, let's say, find women in the market for a luxury car and say where they're watching TV, show actual networks and day parts, be able to say where they're actually watching TV and where you can put your message. So exactly to what you're alluding to, we can look at that, but we can also say, hey, where are college football fans or where are heavy MS? ESPN fans or MLB or playoff fans. So we can look at that sports viewership and again, come back and show you networks and day parts um, and show them where you can find them outside of those events. So you can find them year round. So not just around that time, maybe when the event is, but you know, how do you find the football fan when football is not going, you know, in the off season? So we can show that. And, you know, talking about women, you know, what we found is that women make up about 47% of the highly engaged, passionate sports fans in those major temples. And this is increasing. So a couple of years ago, that was only 45%. So that gender gap is closing. Mm -hmm. And yes, it's a great time to be talking about that too. It is International Women's Month. And I would say the majority of women that I know, especially, you know, it's evident now, right? Because I think March Madness brings out the most passionate sports fans and you get in the office and you see everyone trying to fill out the bracket pool. It's the women who really take it more seriously and with, you know, a, a harder head. And I've been, you know, encountering women that have been getting on board with sports gambling now because that's recently been legalized in New York. So it opens up a huge new window for those, you know, marketing towards sports fans that I don't think, people particularly think about all the time because I think the stereotype is that men drive sports but when you look at all of the women in this country that really get behind sports and are passionate about it I think their passion could somehow be even more important than a man's because you know they are driving so much more than we think they are yeah absolutely you know we've taken campaigns and looked at them to see what the incremental reaches when adding sports. And these are campaigns that are at zone, DMA, national campaigns, um, targeting all different viewers. And in some cases, we actually see a 10% incremental reach 
when we layer on sports. So that's exactly what you're saying, Justin. It's not just men. It is men and women. And a lot of times there's multiple people in the household gathered around the TV, right? When you think of sports, it's kind of back to, I'm aging myself now, the old days of buying TV, right? Where everyone gathered around the TV. There wasn't DVR, there wasn't streaming. And that's the thing that sports brings to the table is that familia factor of people gathering in a room you know, the one area that never even gets counted is all the viewership that happens in bars and restaurants, you know, especially when you talk about March Madness, yeah. right? I mean, people are going out with their friends to watch those games. And we don't even count that viewership when we do reporting back to our advertisers. Yeah, which is crazy. And, you know, just to provide an example, I was out on Saturday during the day, there was a big St. Patrick's Day celebration in New York City. And I'm at a bar, there was had to be at least two to 300 people and there's four TVs, but everyone is glued to those TVs, all the hundreds of people. And, you know, in the data books, that comes up as a four. But in reality, it was closer to 400 than it was to four because it brought everyone together and everyone was, you know, tied into the game. It was the North Carolina Baylor game, a huge upset. And everyone was, you know, looking at their brackets, trying to see if they were still going to be able to make it out of their pool and uh, watching the game. And yeah. Like you said, that's an amazing experience. And that's what makes sports so fun because it brings people together like nothing else. Yeah. And you, like you said, bringing people together. And right now with March Madness, it's such an exciting time. You know, at Ampersand, this is always a tentpole for us, March Madness. But this year, in addition to the 46 tournament games, we actually have the final four and the championship game. So we're really excited about that. It's been a record setting year. Um, we're really thrilled to be able to align our clients messaging um, with this great content. And like you said, that enthusiasm. But I think one other thing to note is we've talked a lot about, you know, advertising and brands is just about Ampersand as a company. And our mission is to build brands, but it's also to empower our people. Um, so one thing that we're doing right now is we actually have a March Madness bracket through our Thrive Initiative, which is our health and wellness initiative of Ampersand. So we actually have amps all over the country competing in this bracket style and logging the minutes that they are um, doing exercise. So they're going one-on-one -on -one and then you get eliminated. But I laugh that really like there's no loser here, right? Because it's making us all get up off of our of couch that we've been sitting on and exercise. So um, I think that's been a really fun way for us to take, you know, what we sell into our morale and our culture at Ampersand. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. And like you said, it's, there's no loser. Even if, you know, it says you get eliminated, at least you put effort into doing something and broke your normal routine and, and got the body moving, which is exactly what the purpose was. And that's so fun. Yeah, I definitely lost in the first round. I'll own up. <laughs> we didn't need to say that. Give yourself more credit. But I will say I'm like always really impressed to see how much some of our amps work out and their dedication. Last year, the winner was in my region in the Midwest um, and he was training for, I think, like a marathon. So he was running every day, like an insane amount of miles. So like no one could catch up with him. Yeah. Fun to watch. That's fun. Yeah. And that's good, especially in a time where it's good to bring people together now. And especially, you know, when you don't have all the opportunities to be in person, to be able to connect through something like that is really awesome. So that sounds like a lot of fun. I'll get you out on one more thing because we talked a lot about the success you guys have been having. Obviously the tournament is happening right now, but let's look a little ahead. Let's look at baseball at starting up. We got the NHL NBA playoffs coming. What is on the horizon for Ampersand for the remainder of 2022? And what can not only advertisers, but the consumer get excited about? 
Yeah. So we actually just launched our NBA and NHL playoff packages. Um, so next up for us is football, right? NFL and college football. Um, and, you know, NFL had their highest viewership in a decade. You know, I talked about 95 of the top 100 shows were sports. Of those 95, 75 were football, right? So football is a huge opportunity for the fan, um, but also for the advertiser to get in front of that in front of that fan. So, you know, we're going to be working on those sports packages for NFL and for NCAA, and we're going to deploy them at some point in the summer. So I don't know, maybe we can even give the Media Village viewer a sneak peek on that. Um, we should have more information in the coming weeks, but we'd love to give your viewer a sneak peek when we're ready to share that. There you go. What better way to cap it off than that? We will definitely be getting that on the Media Village site. We're very excited to hear about what's happening. Natasha Synagoga, uh, Regional Vice President of Sales at Ampersand Midwest Region. Thank you so much for joining me on View from the Grandstand. It was an absolute treat to have you on. Thanks, Justin. Go Tigers! A big thank you to Natasha for joining me on this episode of View from the Grandstand and a big shout out to Ampersand as well. Thank you for tuning in this week. Please check us out on Twitter at MediaVillage.com and give me a follow as well at JPoor24. I appreciate you guys and I'll talk to you next time.